Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. All right. Well, hello, everybody. This is Catherine Toon, and welcome to Perspectives with Catherine Toon. And there's something that has been on my mind, um, and I've just been meditating on this and uh, in ministering to people. Um, this is a real issue, and that's this question of God's limitlessness in the midst of our limitations. And it's kind of a um, an interesting thing to meditate on, you know, when you first uh, kind of look at it, it seems like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. And it could be a platitude type thing. Um, but, you know, it's really interesting because a lot of the truths that are truths feel like platitudes if you just kind of whip them out and, you know, s- stick a scripture there and then go on our merry way and it doesn't really minister. But in the place where we are meditating, and encountering God there, it actually really helps, right? You actually get ministry. Uh, and so, uh, so I've been meditating on this and, you know, I, I do a lot of coaching and, and, and so much of coaching is all about lies we're believing, what the truth is. And, you know, the thing is, like anything, if you just whip something out as kind of like the correct answer, um, you may, you probably already know it, okay, but it's not really helpful because, well, you could have gotten it right on the multiple choice questionnaire, right? But it's not gelling where it counts. And so I'm going to talk about this a little bit uh, because we are acutely aware of our limitations as human beings. And I know uh, there are a lot of us that are enlightened and, you know, just we believe in the limitlessness of possibility. Um, And I'm not saying no to that, except we are where we are. Okay. So we're in the process being made in the image and likeness of God. Okay. We're in the process of being unveiled from glory to glory to glory. And guess what? None of us have arrived. And that's really a question about where our mindsets are. And, you know, in the mind renewal process, uh, which is where the money is, um, it's not just a matter of knowing the truth and just kind of hammering it. You know, I, I used to be the type of person and I would... Um, I would get all the scriptures and them all lined out and it was great until it wasn't. <laughs> and for two hours a day, I would be confessing the scriptures and it was great until it wasn't. It, it was great when the spirit was behind it. The one who is the word was ministering the scripture to me, was ministering through the scripture. Uh, but when Holy Spirit and Christ as the word, they travel the pack, right, <laughs> um, moved on and I stayed, it was like eating gravel. And being a good little Christian, <laughs> I would like just jam it, like jam that scripture in there. And I figured if I could just jam it in there long enough, I might, might actually get some results. 
And um, I wasn't getting results, but I was getting exhausted. And the scripture then was kind of tasting like gravel because there was no life behind it, right? Because we're in love, we're in relationship with a person who is love. We're not in relationship with a Bible. We're not in relationship with scripture. Although God speaks to the scripture, when scripture points to God and we're, we're in communion over it, oh my goodness, it is awesome. And if we're just trying to get the words on the page to get ourselves to believe that, um, we're actually into works. We've displaced ourselves under the law. And um, I believe there's a scripture. Oh, yeah, that says, sorry for my sarcasm. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I'll be sarcastic about me. How's that? Uh, as you remain in me, in me and you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. As you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So... Every place where we're trying to do something apart from him in our own strength, we're going to get exhausted and we're going to be really frustrated. And chances are we might really be ticked off at God because so-called we're doing the right things and the right things aren't happening to us. Um, All of that. And so if we start from apart from him, we can do nothing, realizing that we're never apart from him, but there are places that feel apart from him. And that is not, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means we need ministry where we need ministry, right? So, so Christ as the word took on human form so that he could enter into the human condition um, deeper than anything, any depraved ways of being. I didn't say nature, but depraved ways of being, alienated ways of being, places where we feel utterly alone, incapable, um, where we're just in pain, where we're acting in fallen ways of being, where we're being destructive, blah, 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 our issues. Um, and where we feel our acute limitation. And so, uh, and in our limitations, we get afraid right? We get afraid. I'm going to die. We get afraid. Someone's going to, you know, get mine. (laughs) I'm going to run out. Um, I'm going to be found out. Um, I'm asked to be able to do something I can't do. I'm an imposter and someone's going to find out, right? I mean, we got all, we got issues (laughs) and, and someone's going to take mine, you know, uh, all this stuff. And we get fearful. And guess what happens when we get fearful? We try to control things, except for we can't really control things. Um, And so we're constantly in fear and we're constantly driven in torment. Fear is a merciless taskmaster. And fear is never satisfied because there's always something else to fear. There's always something else you can't control. There's always another variable that you can't take into account, right? And so you feel your limitation, right? And so, hence, (laughs) what's the solution? Well, we have a limitless God. Now, I love something about God. Before I get into the limitlessness of God, uh, I want to be clear is that God has limited himself. Right, he's limited himself. Um, 
so that he can engage with people. So, you know, have you ever wondered why you got all these funky things in the Old Testament that just like, this is not God. I know this is not you. But you got it there. And God is not really saying anything about it, right? I mean, you know, I had problems with, you know, all the 500 wives people had. And that was just okay. Well, it's not okay. (laughs) Right? I mean, there's a lot of things that were wrong. You know, sacrifice. What the heck is that? You know, just all of that. And, And it's not that God approved of it. It's that to enter into the culture and engage with people in the culture. He has to engage where people are at. Let me just ask you, is there anything in your life right now, if you're honest, <laughs> that does not look nice? <laughs> is there anything in your life that could be oh, a sinful behavior, something like that? Unbelief, judgment, um, you know, that little addiction thing you got going on the side, unforgiveness, bitterness, you know, oh crap, I cheated on my taxes. Did you ever lie? <laughs> okay, so we've got issues. Okay. Well, there probably is. Let's just pre-raise your hand because there's a thing, at least one. <laughs> there's stuff in mind too. Level playing ground. I'm not justifying. I'm just saying it's, it's, this is why we need a savior. So where we have a way of being, that is not like godly and we haven't arrived yet. Do you know what? God will come into that place and hang with you right there. If you're shooting up crack in the mo- in, in, in the corner, okay, this is not a good idea. Okay, not good for you, not good for other people, bad ideas, just say no, but you're saying yes. <laughs> and so God will meet you right there. Absolutely. Why? Because he's all about you. And in our areas of fallen ways of being is where we need God most. In our prideful areas, in our unforgiving, our bitter, our greedy, our lustful, you know, this fleshy, crappy stuff. Okay, the ugly stuff. That's where we need God. So God has limited himself um, so that he can fit in time and space to uh, engage with people right where they're at. And that doesn't mean he goes... That's not a problem. And, you know, eventually, I trust the Lord. Like when he says, wow, Holy Spirit is conforming us into the image of Christ. I trust that God will have his way. (laughs) And we can go kicking and screaming, or we can yield as best we can. Probably a better idea to do the latter. But, you know, however that goes down, sometimes we're cooperative and sometimes we're just not. But I do believe he will conform us. And he does limit himself in that sense because he will, because he's relational as he's leading us into something higher. Okay. So um, just a, that's just a side thing. But in the place where God has limited himself, he himself is limitless. Now, I don't want to get in that whole thing. Well, could he make a rock bigger than himself? It's like, okay, that's maybe interesting. And we can, like, have these theological discussions. But when I'm hurting, I don't really give a rat's behind, quite frankly. (laughs) I do need to know that God can meet me where I'm at. And so in my limitations, encountering a God who is not limited, who lords over time, who is able to redeem all things, um, who is able uh, to... um, uh, to lead and guide us and to, wow, did it say, oh yeah, it did say all truth. 
ding, 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 ding. That's pretty amazing, right? <laughs> right? All of that is because he's a limitless God. With God, all things are possible. With God, nothing is impossible. That's a that's limitless talk. And there are areas where mind just boggles and then my mind boggles and unbelief, and that's just honest. But that doesn't mean it's not true. It just means that I need ministry in the areas that I have unbelief. I believe help my unbelief. So in the areas of our limitation, where we're the most fearful, where we're the most unbelieving, where we're the most anxious, where maybe we feel the most separate, okay? God is there to minister to our hearts so that the truth sounds like the truth. And we're not trying to work the word or, you know, do some sort of charismatic gymnast. I'm going to fast and bring it to pass and go to another level as if God, the level of Christ is not enough. And I, I'm, I'm making fun of the charismatic thingy because we sometimes we're funny and that's kind of where I came from. And I'm kind of making fun a little bit of where we've been at the Word of Faith because that's my people too. And so I, I can do that. <laughs> um, but because sometimes, let's just be clear, we're just silly, okay? And there is not a camp on the planet that is not engaged in silliness sometimes. And so let's not get offended, but let's be like, oh, crap, I was silly. Because let me just say this. You are adored everywhere you're silly. <laughs> and so it's okay. But let's not stay stuck, stuck in silliness that goes contrary to the nature of God and the word of God rightly interpreted and rightly revealed right, as revealed by the Spirit of God, who is in union with the one who is the Word, right? And so in that place where we're engaging with God and His limitless nature, we actually receive the ministry that we need. I'm really practical, and I'm totally fine um, I, I love theology and it's just fascinating and it's so good and it's yummy. And But, you know, we have, do not have it figured all out. We just don't. And But I do know um, that we need ministry in our area of suffering, in our area of pain. And that is to a human being. To a human being. And there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus where we're not believing. Okay, so don't beat yourself up. Um, it just means you need ministry. Probably in your experiential world, you may not have known what it's like to have a father to provide for you. You may not have known to know what unconditional love is. You may not have known uh, to have someone uh, um, uh, tell you that you're amazing. Yeah, that's what God says about you. Um, and so it may be difficult, but in our limitations, we engage with a limitless God. And he brings up our perspective so we have peace. You know, there's sometimes um, I deal with a lot of really, uh, really difficult cases where you're like, God, I have no idea how you're going to pull this one off. <laughs> I don't have a tool. Um, the scripture I'm thinking of sounds really silly and inane right here. Um I don't have the authority, the prayer. I don't, I, I, I'm just deer in the headline. I have no idea. But one thing I do know, 
is that you are masterful. And you'll just go into the room. <laughs> you know, even the places where we give God the flying finger and we just dare him, you know, to come anywhere near us and we just act like brats. And we're just on lockdown. We've locked God out and we just dare him to minister to us. <laughs> and God is never, is never nonplussed and he's always so patient. It's like, okay, no problem. We'll just go this way. I was like, oh, I didn't think that was, I didn't even know there was a route because he created one (laughs) because he's never hard up for a solution. He's never hard up for a, wow, I'm stymied and I have no idea what to do. You know, there are times when you look at people's suffering and you have like, I got nothing for you. I am so sorry. I, yeah, I'm the one that's representing this God of love that I'm not a, but he's never stymied. And so sometimes there are times where we grieve with those who grieve and that's what they need. They need your, your, um, your presence and the fact that you care. Um, you know, in, in the place that they're impossible circumstances where he lords over the impossible. So God, how are you going to pull that? How are you going to redeem this? Like, whoa. But God is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing, creating you the power and desire to will and to work for his good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. You're his son. You're his daughter. He hasn't forgotten. And he doesn't, um, he's not perplexed at our perplexity. He's not despairing at our despair, although he's touched. Isn't this beautiful? by the feelings of our infirmities. You know, I was uh, talking to someone today and, and it's just been hell on wheels. Um, she's just in constant pain, you know, and, and she can't sleep. I'm just telling you, I mean, lack of sleep and pain will make cowards of us all, really. And I, and I told her that. I'm like, in no condemnation that you can't believe yourself out of a paper bag right now and you're wondering where the hell God is and blah, 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 <laughs> all this. Because this is true. And so God is touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He cares, but he's also not bowled over by the enormity of the problem. Just think of sin, the sin problem in humanity and the types of things that we do to one another. The secret things that are like, that's really ugly, right? And the enormity of this over thousands of years and the destruction and havoc that's been unleashed and you think wow how are you going to pull this off it's because he's a limitless God and it's a good thing that his ways are higher than our ways and that's not to say he's untouchable that's saying he's not limited by our limitations and that's a beautiful thing because sometimes in my limitations, I, I, I can't believe myself out of a paperback. I don't have an answer. I don't have a scripture. I, I don't have a, like, if, if there was a little bone of, you know, belief or whatever, it has vacated my body. Right? Um, and then the Lord can meet me there and minister to my heart. And I can ride on his faith because he's, while he's touched by the feelings of my infirmities, he's not infirmed by my infirmity. And so, and then he can cause me to come up higher in my perspective, my ability to believe, my ability to see that, oh my God, in this impossible, 
there's actually possibility in this desert wasteland of destruction or whatever. There's a stream, right? There's something that bubbles up and causes us to be able to believe, to be able to move forward and to be able to be a part and parcel of the redemption that God is doing in us and through us for one another. And so we're transcending our limitations because we're in in union with the one who is limitless. And so you take your limitation, your fear, your anxiety, your impossible situation, and you bring it to the Lord. And you're like, I have no idea what to do about this. Um, Now, sometimes you may need a little bit of healing or a lot because you may be like, God, how could you let this happen? How could this happen? Why did you let it happen? Uh, Why didn't you? Blah, blah, blah. And that all needs healing for you to be able to receive from someone that maybe you're offended with. And that just, that requires ministry. So there may be some relational repair. There may be some ways that we've seen God that we've limited him. And, um, and that may need to be ministered to. But whatever it is, um, God is able to minister to it, right? He leads us in the way that we should go and empowers us to be led, to know what that is and to be led. And where we're, we're clueless or fighting it or just in our, in the um, lockdown of our own kind of delusional states, he patiently waits and ministers until things can open up, until we open up. And that's a choice because, you know, sometimes, I don't know about you, but I've been in the place and I hear this all the time. I just wish God would come in and just like rip out the lies and come get me and make it happen. Well, you know what? He is not like Rambo God. You know what I mean? He's right. And that would be violating you. He's not going to do it. He's not going to force you to do his will. But he will woo you. And I'm telling you, love, that's consistent over years, lifetimes, millennia, (laughs) is pretty hard not to eventually resonate with. Just a thought. Anyway, I hope this has been encouraging for you today. Wherever your limitation is, he is limitless. He cares. He's touched by the feelings of your infirmities and he has something to say about it and something to help bring you out of that uh, so that you can start um, uh, living a life that that you want to live, being who you want to be, tracking with what you're supposed to be tracking with and empowered in the midst. And you can put your full weight of yourself for eternity on the weight of his goodness, on the weight of his love, and the weight of his ability to redeem the impossible. You guys have an amazing day. Share this with someone who needs this. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. 
For additional information and resources, please visit katherinetoon.com.